What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Business Breakthrough. In today's episode, I sit down with Robert Lance as we hammer out hiring. Now, I know we hear hiring a lot on this podcast, but that's because it's a popular topic and uh, there's no cut and dry way to do it. Um, so another awesome episode of hammering out hiring, building a business that you'd be proud of. And not only that one that you can feel as though, uh, isn't controlling every aspect of your life. So that is what today's episode of is about. It's about building a team, learning how to hire and, uh, you know, really just taking action. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right. They're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener. It's so much better. And that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time. And that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat. And that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets podcast. What's going on, everyone? I got Robert Lance here. Hey, how uh, you doing? Hey, we're here to hammer it out, man. So uh, one thing I wanted to discuss with you today, you know, uh, in a little bit of a, 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 a turn in the key this year, a little bit of a recovery phase from last year. Yeah, what yeah. is, uh, what's the plan going forward, man? I think we talked last you know, you got a couple of things going on, painting and epoxy might be spreading yourself a little too thin early on. What's the plan, yeah. man? What do you, what have you been, what have you been reflecting on as, as the mission this year for you? Um, to bring on employees, uh, okay. for one, um, <clears throat> to get the LLC set up as an escort to make payroll easier, even nice. put myself down as a W2 employee. Yeah. And, uh, for now, the epoxy stuff, and until I, it, you can't really do epoxy by yourself. I mean, you can, right. but. <laughs> Dude, let me tell you a quick story. I did, I tried to do one by myself, right? So my team yeah. was working, right? And I had this first time ever using 100% solids epoxy. Okay. Never used it before. Okay. Watch some YouTube videos. You know, they got the mom in the YouTube video doing it, making it look like <laughs> anybody can freaking do it. Right. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm researching how to do this and, uh, you know how you have to wear the shoes with the spikes in them? Yeah. So I find, dude, and I'm back then, man, I'm just trying to cut costs, dude. I find something from China, you know, these shoes with the spikes. So, and I, I didn't know any of this, man. It's my first time, but I'm like, you know what? I could do it. I found the perfect customer. I get these shoes with the spikes. I get the epoxy. I set my team up on their job. I'm like, I can do it, dude. I get the headphones in. I got rap 2000s in the playlist dude you know i'm ready to crank bro yeah and uh so i'm off to a good start right i i mixed the epoxy it's all going well you know i'm spinning it i'm like perfect all right and then i know hey we got we got we got to cook because you have a certain threshold of time you can only work with this stuff i'm like all right i can do it i can cut this thing in and i'm thinking 10 minutes this whole three car garage right you know oh man mindset. <laughs> 10 minutes i can cut it in and when I'm cutting it, I'm like, holy crap, this stuff is thick, man. It's not like laying down like, you know, some of the water-based stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, uh-oh, I'm in trouble, man. So, <laughs> so I'm like halfway through and it's like 20 minutes in, dude. And I'm like, what did I, what did I just get myself into, man? <laughs> so I'm like, all right, let me get these shoes on. I got to start rolling. I got to start squeegeeing this epoxy, you know? Have you ever worked on, have you ever done 100% solids? I have. I have. Yeah. I've, yeah. So 
so you got to squeegee it, right? So I'm like, let me get yeah. these shoes on, bro. So I'm like, all right, I re I recoup. And of course, dude, the customer's like looking at me, dude. And and, and this is me <laughs> trying to make a quick two grand, bro. You know, yeah. I'm like, you know, I, you know, and the customer's like peeking out, like getting nervous because he sees like, I'm not even engaging with him, dude. He's asking me questions. I'm not even looking at him, just head down looking. So anyway, so I have these shoes on. And essentially in these shoes, they have the little screws at the bottom to keep the pegs on. Bro, I'm squeegeeing this thing out and I see these little metal things on the floor. I'm like, what the <laughs> heck is going on? I'm like, where are these coming from? I'm like, were these on the floor? I know I blew it out and I swept, but maybe he had some bolts on the floor, dude. <laughs> so I'm doing this, right? And uh, I look down at my shoe, man, and my shoe is literally falling apart, bro, <laughs> as I'm doing this. So I'm stepping in the epoxy and I'm like limping because like the pegs keep falling out. Now there's little metal pieces in the epoxy. And uh, I'm like, I'm now I'm now I'm in the red, bro. Now it's yeah. just like this thing is drying. This customer's freaking out. I told him to go inside, dude. I had to be like, listen, man, go inside. <laughs> so 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 i'm in there dude i i throw the the cleats outside and now i'm doing it in my shoes bro so <laughs> i'm stepping in the epoxy with my rubber and sliding everywhere <laughs> slipping and sliding everywhere absolute nightmare bro and at that moment i told myself what are you doing <laughs> stick with what works yeah okay so that's a funny story. I know it, uh, it, it, you know, you're an epoxy professional, so you're not going to have such unfortunate circumstances occur. But the reason why I say that is, look, man, you know, I could have made two grand with another paint job. You know what I'm saying? Something that I was good at. So it wasn't like, so I was looking at the money and I said, all right, well, that's two grand. Right. But if I just had the systems in place to market my business the right way, I would have found two grand easily on a house painting job and didn't deal with any of that. You know what I'm saying? So the one thing that I think we need to separate is like, what is the job type that you're going to take on for the rest of this year? Could you say no to everything else? If you could, what was that? What's that one job type that you could take? Um, probably interior repaints. Interior repaints. Yeah. Why is that something that you, you want to take? What do you like best about it? I just feel like my uh, profit margin is a lot higher on those. Yeah, you're not spending um, too much on paint, right? Usually, yeah. you know, good upsell opportunity on in interiors, by the way. Yeah. Stealing, closets, trim, doors. So really good sales process. How does the marketing side of your business look? What is that? How does that operate, right? So when I say marketing, there's there's a couple branches here. I know that you have good branding, but in terms of marketing, think of marketing in the sense of a big company. And if you had somebody as your marketing director in a big company, they would be doing some outreach. They would be, uh, you know, doing ad campaigns and, and getting the name out there on social media and, and really just marketing by taking your business and throwing it into the market. What does yeah. your marketing look like in elite painting and epoxy right now? Um, really, I just market on Facebook. Um, I spend <laughs> quite a bit like the past. I think the report said past 60 days, I've spent almost $900 okay. on boost and post and having a continuous, uh, a continuous ad on Facebook. And how's um, that been working for you? Have you been getting some customers from that? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kept me busy as a one man crew, but whenever I bring somebody on, then I will look into like what you always talk about home advisor and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, um, it's not so much, 
look, and I'm not by any means endorsing them. All I'm saying is, is that, hey, it's another avenue for people to find you. And I yeah. think what you need to do when it comes to hiring is you need to do them both at the same time. And uh, I think the mistake many people make is hiring and not marketing because they look at it like, oh, man, I got to spend money on an employee. And then how am I going to afford marketing? But yeah. they don't understand. It's like a catch 22. You're screwed either yeah. way. You know, it's then like you got to keep him busy Then you got to keep him busy. Is. And then guess what? You don't have any marketing happening. So like there's has to be this level of like understanding that occurs where you're just like, well, I'm going to lose a lot of money in the next three months here. But the purpose yeah. of me doing that is to make sure that I have some sort of foundation, right? That's the, that's the mindset that needs to occur. Now, when you tell me, well, I'm just <laughs> boosting posts, it's good, but it's not great, right? Great right. is I hired a marketing company to do it for me. Great is I'm on three lead services, getting leads every day, Okay. When you just boost posts, you're generally shooting out your information, right? You're saying, hey, elite painting and epoxy. So you're probably getting requests for epoxy because they see it in your name. You're probably yeah, and getting I've got somebody that I, that I refer those off to. Okay, somebody so you got to addition those out, which is great. Second thing is they're asking you for exterior painting. They're asking for cabinets. So like when I say marketing, not only do we just want to get our name out there, we want to get our name out there, number one, to the right customers. Okay. So homeowners, right. We don't just want to shotgun it out to 20 year old college kids who don't want to paint their house. Right. Right. And number two, we want to get them at the time that they're ready to buy. <laughs> like yeah. that's the key of marketing, right? So you have two things. We want it to number one, go to the right person. And we want to number two, get it to the, to the right time that they're ready to buy. Now it doesn't do you any good to be marketing to homeowners that aren't interested in painting. Right. Right. Now a good marketing company will convert someone who's not ready to buy and turn them into someone that's ready to buy. How do they do that? By creating some sort of incentive in that post to move them forward. So if you're just generally posting, boosting posts of before and afters with no, what we call call to action, which in other words, gives people the incentive to call you, the incentive to go to your website, the incentive to reach out, right? So, hey, we're offering a free XYZ this week. Call now. Or if you call now, you'll get an X amount discount, okay? If you call now, we can give you a free color consultation, $150 value. If you call now, you know, so on and so forth. Yeah. So like that's a marketing strategy. And I'm teaching you this stuff because when you hire employees, that's when the problems really start. Okay. That's when, if you don't have anything to reference in terms of like getting people to hire you, that's when it gets stressful, Rob. That's when it gets stressful. So that's why we got to build that first. So when, when it comes to hiring, What's it looking like for you, man? I mean, have you have you have you made any attempts to get your name out there? Have you uh, have you done any interviews? Do you have anyone in mind? Like, what is this looking like for you? Uh, not at all. Uh, not yet. Last year, I was just I was scared to hire last year because it was my first year, and um, so I was scared to hire. And now that we passed the first of the year, um. Like literally everything is on hold with me. Like I told you about uh, my tax situation. Like, yeah. And I, I think, remember, we got to yeah. look at it like this. It's not so much that it's in hold. You can keep going. You know, right. listen, the government wants you to make money because <laughs> yeah. if you make money, then they're getting paid. So it's not like it's but like hold, Dave but Ramsey said, like, I got to I, I got to out earn my stupidity for the first part of this year to <laughs> to dig myself out of uh, out of the hole that I got. Myself. Hey, that's a good phrase, you know, and I'll yeah. say this, you know, there's one thing that I want to make sure that you need to understand very clearly in terms of your business is. There has to be a certain level of confidence when it comes to this or else no one's going to feel that confidence from you, Robert. If you have 
an employee sitting in front of you and you're showcasing uncertainty because you have personal situations that are what I refer to as limiting beliefs. In other words, when you look at your situation, you say to yourself, I don't think I can do this because of this situation. What you want to do is you want to slay those limiting beliefs. You want to obliterate them and just be like, you know what? I'll pick up the pieces later. There has to be an obliteration phase that occurs that you just obliterate everything that you're scared of, everything that you feel as though is stopping you, everything that you feel as though it's not going to get you to the next level. And you got to do what they did in the cartoons back in the day with the TNT. And they just, you know, it looks like the bike pump and they just blow it up, dude. And you get through that stuff, right? Because all it is, is just garbage. It's just garbage, man. It really is. But the thing about it is there's two things that are going to convey to someone who is really good that, you're the right fit for them. Similar. I don't know. You're, are you married? Yeah. There was a certain level of confidence you had to portray when you met your wife. There's a certain level of excitement that you had to portray when you met your wife. And I'm not saying that finding an employee is similar, but it's similar. Okay. You right. know, it's just, we don't do the extra stuff, you know? So when it comes to an employee, right, there's a certain confidence and, and, and excitement you have to have when you find the right person and you want them to buy into your business. Because employees are what builds a great business. If you don't have great people working for you, you're one of two things are going to happen. You're either going to be really, really stressed or you're going to have to do everything yourself. (laughs) So, I mean, those are the only two options, bro. So it's like, number one, we identify, Robert, that we need great people. How do we get great people? Great people want to feel as though, number one, they're valued. Number two, you're excited and confident of the direction that you're going, bro. That's why I, I hit you with the first question. What's the mission this year? What's the direction this year? Because if you're manning a ship and you don't know the mission or the direction, not saying you didn't, that's why I asked you. I just wanted to see interior painting, stay in focus. I want to get some hires. I want to do this. Okay. Then they're not going to want to buy in, bro. They're not. And if they do, they're probably not the best employees for you. They probably don't care if you have payroll. They probably just want cash. They're going to show up probably a little late every day. They don't, they're not going to take pride in wearing that logo you got at the top of your hat there. And that's what you want. You have a nice logo. You have a nice brand. You take pride in yourself. I'm sure you want people that take the same amount of pride in your work as you do, right? Yeah. And how do we get those people? They're not going to stick around. They're not going to stick around. So there's got to be a certain level of freaking dude. There's got to be a certain level of freaking excitement coming from you about the opportunity you're about to give somebody. I mean, there's got to be like, if it doesn't happen, bro, pack it up. It won't, it won't, it won't last. You're just going to be working by yourself and you're going to be right in the same spot that you're in which you're, you're content, but you're not fulfilled. There's a difference between the two. You're content. You're like, all right, this works. Fulfillment is like, man, I did it. And that's my mission. I'm trying to get everybody to that stage. Cause I feel that man, I did it. I was just like you. I was in a, I was working my nine to five. I, I was uncertain about what I was going to do when I started this business. I didn't even know how to paint the outside of a house, dude, <laughs> right. you know, but I need, I needed good people. I was like, you know what? I'm going to attract good people. I have to be a recruiter. There's so many hats you need to wear as a business owner, man. You got to be a recruiter. You got to be a nurturer of emotions. You got to be a salesperson. You got to be an administrator. You got to be a project manager. You got to be a communicator. I mean, all of these roles that maybe in, in a nine to five, you were only assigned maybe a couple roles, that 10 X's. So if you're not looking at these as a leader, you're going to be missing some things. So let's talk about recruitment. Let's talk about how you're going to get them. Okay. How you're going to get somebody excited about working for you. Is that a good conversation to have? Sure. Let's do it. All right. So number one, why the heck would I work for you? Um, let's see, I don't know. <laughs> Just uh, stability. I want to offer. I want to offer stability. 
Um, because whenever I started as a new construction painter, um, we had consistent work. That was no problem. Um, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, I'm a 1090, like you talk about 1099 versus a W-2. Uh, you know, I had to go out of my way to, um, to pay my taxes on a 1099. I had to, um, I had to be diligent on keeping my tax returns so that I could prove my income so that I could buy vehicles like you talk about. Um, I want to offer people stability and security and like you talk about, um, offer them the W-2 version versus a 1099 to where it helps them elevate where they're at in their life for their family. So why should someone hire you as a contractor? Um, a co why, why, why would a homeowner hire you? Uh, I carry insurance, uh, which here in, here in Texas, man, that is painters are not required to have insurance down here. And it just blows my mind. Um, and uh, I why try else? to sell that point. Why know? else? That's a, to me, that's a, that's, that's a, uh, a barrier. That's a, that's an entry ticket. I mean, you shouldn't even be in right. business if you don't have it. So that to me, although yes, other people don't have it. That's not to me a reason why right. I should hire you. Why should I hire but you? But down here in this area, man, it is. I'm, dude, I'm in Florida, bro. I'm in, I'm in central Florida. It, we're not, I'm not <laughs> right. come on, bro. It's the same thing. It's it not is, required down there either. No, what? It, it there's no, won't. there's no license required. Here's nothing. Um, you know, my, uh, I follow up. I, I, focus on the customer i want to solve uh, their problem you know uh -huh. I just, um and i want to do everything to the best of my ability to the best of whenever i get employees wow. you know best of our abilities you know what yeah. i'm hearing out of all this what is that you care yeah that's why i should that's why i should work for you robert you care that's why you should hire me miss i care okay yeah. care and character sound the same I don't know if they're root words from one another, but it matters. You have good character and a good character is a great foundation for a leader and a great foundation for a business owner. Okay. You, you care. So right. you don't have to be Mr. Enthusiastic, over the top confident. All you need to do to convey to someone that they should work for you is that you care. Start there. Say, listen, you probably work for some companies that didn't treat you the, the way that you probably deserve by paying you cash. And didn't you offer an opportunity to, get a car, maybe apartment. Well, one thing about elite here is we care. So you're going to get a pay stub every week. You're going to have stability. See how you turned all that into something a little more exciting than, you know, Hey man, you know, come on aboard, you know, so you care and, and that's authentic. You don't have to create a sales pitch to somebody. Just convey that in a way to showcase, Hey, listen, this is what you came from. This is what we offer here. And this is the mission. You want to get somebody excited about working for you, man. And it's almost like a sales interaction when you're hiring because you're essentially pitching the dream. You're essentially right. saying, hey, this is the best option for you. And now we're looking to find the best talent for what we're trying to accomplish here. Okay. So that's number one. Now, the reason I asked you about the customer side is because sales is important too. You know, insurance is a given. Just hand them the insurance. Say, hey, look, here, here's a copy of it. Anyway, the reason why you should hire me is because I care. <laughs> you know, the right. reason why you hire me is because I care not only about your job, but the people I bring into your house. Cause I hired them because I care. You see? So right. nobody, nobody can compete with care because everyone cares in a different capacity. Who cares more? Who cares about communication more? Who cares about doing the job the, the, the best way they could possibly can more? 
right? Who cares about the employee more? Who cares about making sure the employee has work more? Who cares more about what's going on in the employee's personal life that maybe you can aid in more? That's how people stay. They look at their past references and say, that other boss didn't care about me. And I have a pretty bad chance of getting anybody better than this guy. Why? Because I care more. Okay? I don't have to care. You don't have to care. Many bosses don't. Sounds like the person you worked for didn't, didn't really care. Oh, he did. He did. He, he's, he's a mentor to me, but, um, you know, and I, so he I paid you 1099. Yeah, he did. He didn't, I care. mean, that's just, that's the way it's care. done down Robert, here. <laughs> I don't, that, that's not care to me. See, yeah. that's the difference. I don't want you to get that missed because if we allow that say, Oh, well, he's a mentor to me. What kind of mentor is that dude? You couldn't right. get a car. You couldn't get an apartment. You couldn't get a, a lease. Cause he didn't pay you the right way. Cause he didn't want to pay taxes. And then you know what he left you with? A bill at the end of the year with your IRS that you had to pay on the 1099 income that you had. Right. Yes? Yeah. <laughs> How much does he care, Robert? He doesn't. <laughs> okay? So that's where I'm trying to get at. And I'm, I'm saying this because I'm passionate about this. Because when you become a business owner, okay, you are taking ownership of lives and their families and their well-beings and their money. Dude, that's a serious commitment, bro. And if you're on the other side of that as the kid of the parent who's working for a, a guy like that who doesn't care, it comes all the way down, bro. And I was one of those kids. Right. And I remember what it was like. Guy didn't care. My dad was working. Guy didn't care. Okay. So I remember what that was like. I take that serious, bro. So when it comes to you building your foundation, bro, it's just about care. So like what I'm saying is, is this, how much do you care about the fact that right now you have a pretty bad situation you're dealing with in terms of the situation you, you mentioned to me, but not only that, how much do you care about getting out of it? So let's start with this today. Do you see yourself putting out an ad today for some help? Yeah, I could. I can. Okay. Do you have your computer up? Yeah. <laughs> Go to indeed.com right now. Indeed. Yeah. Uh... And what I'm going to do while we're on this call here is I'm going to, I'm going to, I can I'm hear you. Care. I just can't see you right now. That's all right. You don't need to see me. I'm going to care right now about what's going on with you. So watch this. All right, so let me know when you have Indeed up. Okay. All right, do you, say, do you see create account? All right, guys, Tanner jumping back in here. So uh, we're cutting the business breakthrough off uh, kind of short. And what I did with him was actually we actually built out his, uh, his ad on Indeed right after the business breakthrough. And I, I really want to mention this because I think I learned a little something as I was building it with uh, Robert is that this stuff is kind of hard. I mean, it took us 10 or 15 minutes to put it together, but there were a lot of questions and building out this thing. And it, it's something that is just like a barrier, right? And I think there's got to be this little bit of grit that we all have to have when it comes to doing the difficult things in business, which is I'll just, I just got to get it done. Like there's no way over the mountain other than through the mountain in, in, in that respect. So as we're building and I'm thinking, man, like, you know, I can give someone all the information. I can give them all the tools verbally. I can explain exactly how to do it. But the missing ingredient, the missing ingredient is action, right? So my way of doing things in business, because by no means that I come out of the womb understanding business, by no means that I come out of the womb uh, understanding sales, marketing, administration, all these things that I'm still learning, uh, but learning as I go. And I think that's the, that's the secret. It's like, if you're not good at something, and you understand that that skill set is what's required for you to be a business owner uh, leader 
someone that is, you know, responsible, someone that has self-discipline, if that's a skill set that you know that you need to refine, then that needs to be your focus. I mean, you have to put that at the top of the priority list. And if for you sitting down and actually hammering out something as boring and monotonous as putting together an ad uh, and answering all the questions for your business and submitting all the information needed to get the ad out appropriately, if that is something that you say to yourself, oh, I don't have the time, mental energy, or the focus ability to get that done, well, then the only thing that you have to understand from that point forward is that there's only a certain level that you can get to because as you grow your business, there's going to be more of a demand for you in so many different areas to exercise so many different skills that you're probably at this moment uncomfortable with. So you got to learn as you go, little by little. So if you hear something in this podcast, you hear something in the breakthroughs that you hear me coaching somebody or giving them some advice, think about what the immediate reaction is when you first identify, oh, that would be a good idea. And then you say, I don't know if I'm going to actually do that. <laughs> and it's like, well, what's the cost, right? The cost on the, on the, on the one end of it is, well, I'm not going to do that to save me from the pain of having to figure it out because we are naturally designed to avoid pain. But on the other side of it, you might say, well, what's the cost of not doing it? What's the cost of not doing it? And in most cases, it's much greater, which is essentially you have no help. You don't like the help you do have. You don't have a system to find help. And you're back to square one every day. You're waking up exhausted, frustrated, not enjoying business. You ultimately battle whether or not you actually want to go back and work for someone else. That's not empowering, okay? But the leaders that make it in business do not go into business knowing everything. They don't go into business just having natural skill sets and talents, okay? These things are refined over and over and over again with baby steps, you know? So all I'm saying is, is you got to take action. You got to take that action on your hiring. You got to take action on your marketing, got to take action on learning new software. You got to take action on all these different things if you want to be successful. That's what you signed up for when you decided to own a business. Now, yes, in the beginning of my podcast, you might hear me say, you know, you have to identify, is this a job or is this a business? Okay. And ultimately, many of us are working in a job that we created for ourselves. And that's not a bad thing. You're self-employed. That's great. But what my mission and my aim is for you to get onto the the other plateau here of owning a business, feeling what that feels like, of just like, wow, I did it. The pride that comes with it, the empowerment, the growth, okay? So the impact that you can provide to other people through uh, that achievement. So all that is what fires me up enough to do these business breakthroughs every day, to do this podcast as often as possible, to put out content, to create all that fires me up so much because I feel like I stumbled across, you know, probably feel like how I, how Columbus fell or whoever, when they stumbled across, uh, America is like, wow, I have this new land here. So that's what I'm excited about sharing with you guys is, is that mindset, but it starts with taking action. And I think if you guys can get that, if you can figure out that action piece that might be stopping you in whatever area you might feel a little, not as confident in, that'll be the difference maker little by little. So I hope you got something out of that. Catch you guys on the next Business Breakthrough. Hey, I just want to take a second to thank you for joining me here on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Um, I'm just going to take this opportunity to let you know that my passion is coaching people, helping people. Um, I've changed my Instagram name to at Contractor Coach. 
And I did that because that is my passion. I want to help you. So please reach out to me. If you have an issue going on in your business, send me an email, find me on Instagram, message me, and let's do a breakthrough session. I want to work through your problems in your business to help you get to that next level. And and one thing that I always say is this, you know, the difference between those that get over the humps and the hurdles in business is just a change in perspective. And that's what I plan to offer you. So get with me, message me, allow me to help you take your business to the next level.